Welcome to the Pastors Podcast. This is Pastor Scott and Matt and Leanne Sawicki are with me today. Hey, hey guys. Hey. Hello. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Um, excited. So wh- why don't we give a little bit of a uh, introduction? Um, maybe we should talk about the Jets. Oh, <laughs> no, please. please no. <laughs> Pass. 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 Next question. <laughs> Which is something that they can't do. As well, it's a it's a problem this season, huh? Yeah, or is well, that just and a, every just a, season. Yeah. Let's next question. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, this is not the marriage trolling no. episode. No, 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 no. What do I remember? Were you a Bears fan? I mean, good memory. I know. I, I, yes, used to be. Grew up. Used to be. But now you're a Jets up, fan. But now, no, mm. no, 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 no. I would not go that far. Yeah. Well, you know, she can't name anybody on the Bears, but. She'll yeah. probably so Mike Ditka. Yeah. Mike Coach Ditka. Ditka. Yeah. Walter Payton. Yeah. There you go. Sweetness. Um, so why don't you guys give us a little bit of an update, maybe, or uh, <clears throat> introduction to yourselves, who you are, maybe how long you've been at Cornerstone, how long you've been married, family. Yeah. Well, you want to kick it off? Sure. Um, we've been coming to Cornerstone for as long as we've lived in LA, which is almost eight years, which is mm-hmm. wild. Eight years. Isn't that crazy? Eight years. Wild. Uh, we've been married for seven. Scott married us. Scott. So we're that was just, a really fun wedding, by yeah. the way. It was a fun Wasn't wedding. it? Yeah, it really was. It was a special time. It really yeah. was. It was beautiful. We all looked a lot younger. <laughs> we did. Yeah. We did. And more yeah. rested. Oh my goodness. <laughs> totally. Um, um yeah, we've been yeah married for for seven, and we have a fifteen month old son, Julian, our little COVID baby. Hence, hence the, the 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 less rested. Yes, yes, yes. Hence the less rested. But he's getting pretty good at that, though. Yeah, he's he's a good dude. Yeah, he's a good dude. And so you guys, I mean, navigated kind of that. He wasn't born until after COVID started. He was born in the yeah. He was born in the middle in the of middle. He was in July. July twenty twenty. Yeah. But we had no idea that COVID was going to be a thing, you know, and then we had to deal with a, a little bit of a interesting delivery. Uh, you want to give a little overview of that? Not really. <laughs> 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 Listen, it's cruel to. I don't know co- if I've heard this story. It's but cruel to COVID test a laboring woman is all that what? I'll say. Yeah. yeah, she was a champ. I was like in the COVID. <laughs> the thing in the nose and everything. Yeah. I mean, I was gave birth in July and. Uh-huh. Uh, it's they, pretty warm they, then, though. No? Yeah, it's pretty warm, and <laughs> laboring is not easy. Uh-huh. And uh, so they check, <laughs> they check uh, temperatures a couple times before admitting you. And shocking, I had a fever because I'm laboring and it's July, so I had to wait in the COVID ward. But I didn't have COVID, so it all worked out in the end. But <laughs> oh man, I was just upset because I left my beef jerky in the car, <laughs> and I had to wait like. Five hours to get it. I was starving. You, you couldn't yeah. get back to the no because you were no. like because you were quarantined. Yeah, they came in with spacesuits and everything. It's true. Oh man. And I was like, I have what? beef jerky in the car. I'm so hungry. Yeah, that was definitely the toughest part of the day. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> so um, yeah, so that's been interesting. So okay, so I, I wanted to have you guys on, and we, we've talked about this, but just to provide a little bit of a, a testimony on the way the Lord's worked. In your life, um, particularly how the Lord's worked in your lives through community, we've been talking a lot <clears throat> with broadly about the importance of community, particularly this fall, as we're relaunching a number of community groups, re-emphasizing this. I think it was we all look back over the last year and a half, the both 
the blessings and lack of genuine community and relationships and, and both encouraging people to experience and enjoy that and make sure they're reconnecting if they haven't connected, but also as an open door to those that maybe haven't experienced that kind of community or even that type of community here, mm. like genuine Christian community where um, the Lord is working in powerful ways through those relationships. I think there's a lot of people that are new to the church too that haven't necessarily experienced that. And so wanted just to get a, um, a little bit of the story of how the Lord's worked in your lives, in your family, through community, Christian community generally, and through the community here at Cornerstone. How, how did you first get involved in community in a community group here at Cornerstone? I can take this one. Yeah. Um, so we actually took an equipping class five and a half years ago. Yeah, five to six. Five to six years, years ago. ago. Um, and Carlos Corral was leading it. Mm. And we were the only attendees <laughs> at the time. <laughs> really? Yeah, very, we were waiting for someone. It was a very intimate group. <laughs> and so it was just the three of us hanging out for a few weeks in a row. And Okay, okay wait, wait, can I tell you a yeah. funny story? Yeah. If this was Pastor Brian... He would have canceled the class. We always make fun of him. We're like, hey, if it's like two people, like it's worth it. He's like, I think a class needs to have like five people. Or he's no. like, Let us be a testimony. Yeah, Let no. us be a testimony awesome. for, it works. for small classes. So yeah. so you guys and Carlos. Carlos yeah. taught the class. Taught the class. And the private session. It was a yeah. private session. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, but you only had to pay the group rate. That's so, right. That's, you true. Know. that's right. That's true. We got, we got, we got our money's worth for sure. Um, yeah. And he, he, we had tested a couple community groups, and um, I think at the time we weren't members yet, um, but we're still kind of finding our our place, right? Mm-hmm. We were newly married, mm-hmm. new to L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, we had moved from Chicago mm-hmm. um, around the same time we got married. And so, um, like, I don't know, we weren't really in a place for, like, committing to anything yet. But Carlos, I mean, if you've met him, you know, mm-hmm. he's a gem of a, of a <laughs> human. And so, yeah, him and Jackie had us over to a community group and— after that, that we just—that was that. We just mm. uh, started started going, and uh, shortly after that, became members mm. of the church. Okay, so I, d- I didn't prep you with this question, but but I <laughs> I am curious because we we first met pretty soon after you moved to LA, mm-hmm. right? Very soon, yep. yeah, yeah. Very, very shortly after. And I remember, I remember that that process. It was, I mean, we really enjoyed getting to know you guys. The your your wedding. Um, it was really sweet. And I remember thinking, um, just from experience and experience of people in LA, like I was praying that you w- would get connected and stay you know, connected. I think sometimes people show up, they're new to LA, mm. they're checking things out and they kind of like bounce around, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I, I remember, and it is partially because I've like thought about like multiple people. I'm like, oh, I really hope they don't like just bounce around or like, okay, this is cool for a season, but then we get busy and, you know, uh, other, th- other things are a priority and, you know, I will like show up now and then, but like, what, what would you say to somebody who is in that situation now is maybe in their first year in LA and is thinking about getting connected, but maybe they're, you know, a little bit like hesitant if they were in that season when, when you were, when you weren't connected yet and you were kind of trying things out and you hadn't found a sweet spot, mm. what, how would you encourage somebody in that position today? I would just say, your experience. just be open, you mm-hmm. know, uh, and and trust in in God's process. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely pray about it, especially moving if you're if you're new to any type of environment. You know, there's there's an acclimation period, mm-hmm. and 
I would just say keep an open mindset because mm. you got to allow things to develop. Uh, and I'm glad that we did. Uh, I'm glad that we kind of trusted the process and trusted, you know, the, the fact that we went to those classes mm-hmm. and and kind of let ourselves be guided by God's leadership. And uh, I'm thankful that it's, you know, led us to where we are today. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I would I would say um, a place like, a, like L.A. is very transient, yeah. right, in that people are coming and going for jobs. And, you know, even I can think to Matt and myself, we've, we've changed and had a number of jobs in even our mm-hmm. um, seven, eight, almost eight years here. Um, but it's really like laying roots and God mm. laying roots in your life because, you know, it is uncomfortable to come sometimes into a room of people that have these deep relationships. Um, but, you know, five years in now into being in our community group, I, I see so many fruits from it. Mm. Um, even at the time, if it was uncomfortable and maybe we, you know, didn't fully feel in place right away. Mm -hmm. Um, just, yeah, being, being faithful in that way has, Mm. has, has really, um, shown itself. Mm. That's cool. It's so encouraging. So what, um, Maybe you can give us just some highlights of things you've seen the Lord do in your lives. Through sometimes we kind of assume community is important, right? Like, oh, it's what you mm. want, so like you should. Like, how have you seen the Lord work in your lives and your family through those relationships? Um, maybe in ways that wouldn't have happened if you were kind of uh, trying to navigate this Christian life on your own, or even just with each other. I mean, I, I can go first because yeah. I have like one example that's very forefront in my mind Mm. is um, becoming a mom for the first time in a Mm. pandemic. Um, We are, we're so blessed with just a faithful, faithful community group. But for me specifically, just Christian women friendships that run so deep. I I, I mean, we, we don't have family in LA um, or we haven't for a a long time. I, you know, we have a 27 year old brother that when it comes to kids, isn't the most helpful, (laughs) but I can just remember, um, you know, in my, my son, Julian, our son Julian was born in July and that was still a very scary time. Like vaccines weren't around yeah. and uh, Julian, love him dearly. Um, God has given him us for a reason, but he doesn't sleep. And <laughs> I remember one day, um, you know, uh, again, going back to the lovely corrals, Jackie coming over and like bouncing Julian on a ball so I could sleep for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And like in the time of a really scary time, right, where like COVID was crazy and people still didn't really know what was going on. And so um, really feeling supported mm-hmm. in like a, a hard time in, mm-hmm. in our lives um, from meals and visits and um, just really feeling encouraged. Um, and that is is something that I've been so blessed with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think to go along with that point, too, is, you know, we had the ability to do those same type of actions for them as well. Mm. When our when we first joined our community group, it was kind of split down the middle. Half of the group was composed of uh, folks with kids Mm -hmm. and the rest of us. We were just like single married couples. Mm. And now, however many years later, I think we all have kids. There's Mm. a lot more children. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But um but that was the thing too, is like, I, re- I recall, you know, in times of need for our other community group families, yeah. you know, I would go over and watch the kids for them for various reasons. And, uh, you know, that kind of was a, almost a primer as far as like, okay, cool. I, I'm able to help these folks in these certain ways. And then they kind of returned the favor mm-hmm. when it was our turn. And I didn't expect that. It's just, it was something that like 
you just do for each other, which was really something special. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it, you begin to see it's the, it, it's, it is the reality of experiencing family in a place where oftentimes you know, some people do, but lots of people don't locally, mm. right. Have, have that and Lord provides it through that. You know, it's, um, <clears throat> it's interesting to me because, so you experienced this showing up to a group where a number of people already had kids, mm. right. As a young married couple, what, what made you go, okay, yeah, this, this could be the group for us. Not like, <laughs> oh, there's kids here. Uh, maybe we need to yeah. find something else that's, you know, more, I think sometimes people end up looking for exactly their life stage or mm-hmm. whatever, um, instead of kind of embracing that diversity. What, what was that like for you guys? Or, or did you feel that way and you just felt trapped? So, well, you know? one, <laughs> <laughs> no one, I think Leanne and I both have always liked kids, you know? Okay. So it was really easy to just go and be, I'm a very playful, fun, goofy type of dude. Uh, and that was always a joy is to like interact with their kids and, and have fun in that regard. But yeah. Um, yeah, it just seemed like a good fit. Um, do you mm-hmm. want to touch more on that? But yeah, I mean, I think two things come to mind is like, um, the, you know, it wasn't without its challenges, you know, right? Yeah. Like when we're, yeah. we're having conversations, you know, some people are in different life stages that you can't relate to. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it, that can feel uh, isolating until you think about it and really focus on the fact that we're all united by something bigger, mm-hmm. I think um, really helped in those times where it's natural to feel feel different from everyone in your group. And um, that's because we all are so unique in, in all of our um, different places and areas and, and mm-hmm. what we're doing. Um, but I think another thing that I focused on really early on, and I know Matt has too, since he's been Uncle Matt way before he was Dad Matt. <laughs> that's right. Um, is just like these children are also part of our community group and we're called to mm. love them as well. Um, and so building unique relationships with them um, mm. as as equals as the adults in, in the group too, I think yeah. is something that we really tried to focus on mm. um, rather than just, you know, the adults are in community and these kids just come along. Mm. That is such a helpful, important, and such a sweet perspective. I'm so glad you highlighted it. I, even as you were saying it, it struck me how, in, in my experience with, and for our kids, that's been the sweetest thing for mm. me too, to see them have relationships, not just with, um, not just as the kids, right? Not just as the tag alongs in the room, but to have their own unique relationships mm-hmm. with adults with, and one of the things, I mean, both philosophy of ministry wise, I think as a church, but also I think we read and are recognizing that just across the board in the church, one of the consistent themes of kids that grow up in the church and stick around in the church is relationships with mm-hmm. other Christians and relationships with other Christians of other generations and their own relationships that, and, and that you don't have to wait till their teens to start. Right. And sometimes actually some of the most meaningful conversations you can have as teens is because of like you have with a teen is because of, I'm realizing it's like, wait, their connection is because of a conversation or an investment or some time they spent together mm-hmm. when she was six. Yeah. And that memory stuck. And now she feels like she can go to you when she's 14. Yep. Yeah. And, and you know, the Lord doesn't always, right. He moves us around and sometimes there's a difference, but there's a unique opportunity, both um, in longevity and even, even in those moments to build those yeah, those unique relationships. It's such a mm. such a great point. 
Yeah, and I see it, you know, now that, like Matt referenced, we do all have kids in our community group, yeah. and we've we've grown into that. Um, but we are parenting alongside together, right? Mm-hmm. And there's yeah. something really sweet in that, and having built those relationships and the foundation and that um, we are able to parent together and to love on each other's children together yeah. because we have the foundation there, which is really sweet. Mm, that's so cool. So cool. So what, so on the flip side, what's been the hardest part about striving to live in community, maybe with others generally, maybe with others in LA, like what, what are some of the, I mean, you've talked a little bit about it, but what's some of the challenges you have hit up against over the last few years? I mean, I I, I think just L.A. is a very difficult place to to foster community, right? There's a Mm. lot of challenges and just like the spread, the spread of the city, right? Yep. Um, uh, We haven't always been Westsiders. We were Westsiders shortly after we got married and realized it was not for us, which mm-hmm. is which is fine. But well, we, you don't like the beach that much. I don't like the beach that much, admittedly, which is strange living. She's in LA. a city girl. I am, but so we've we've. Wait, never, you just don't like the beach, like in general, like beaches. Yeah, I just don't like beaches that much. It's very weird. I know it's okay. I mean, I don't get it, but that's okay. Sand, I love you, but the sand, the heat, the sand. I have very the sand. pale skin. The the you don't want the sand getting in the car. The sun is not kind to my skin. It's it's did, a whole thing. Did you grow up in Chicago? Yes, just like. Did I, you like? Did you like the the like no wave beaches? <laughs> I mean. Not really. Not really. Not really. It's also okay. like okay. it's also no. kind of gross to swim in the water right. in Chicago. Yeah, like that's true. it's the dirty side of Lake Michigan. Yeah. Um, and these days it's a little bit gross to swim here too. So. <laughs> <laughs> See, again. Enough derailing. Um, yeah. So so anyway, so Matt and I, um, you know, we love Cornerstone and yeah. obviously have been committed to, to Cornerstone, but we've always lived east of the four hundred five. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. In, in working it, it's challenging to be really intentional with your time uh-huh. in a place that takes a long time to get places. And um, it's hard to make to make relationships. And, um, you know, I think it's important for us to to foster relationships outside of our community groups as well. Right. Yeah. And in the world and with people that you work with. Um, so I think being really intentional can sometimes be challenging in a mm-hmm. place like L.A., mm-hmm. um, where, um, so I, I think that's been, been the hardest part, um, for, for us. And well, yeah, I think, I think going along with the intentionality and maybe, you know, say you just join a group, right. And you have all these folks from multiple different backgrounds and diversity and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, being intentional in that, um, that was challenging, but it's also been such a fascinating thing for me personally in the fact that it's increased my ability to be empathetic towards different people's life situations. Mm. And when you really are intentional in those conversations with people who are very different than you, Mm. you can really become a much better communicator in general and showing somebody that you have a genuine care and a genuine interest in their life situations, et cetera. Um, it can really make a positive impact. And then for me, it's just been like that carries out into the outside world. Mm. And if I encounter folks who may seem very different than me in the outside world and say, I want to have a conversation about coming to church or things Mm. of that nature. Well, I feel like I have a much better uh, ability to have in-depth, meaningful conversations with folks because Mm. it's already been strengthened within my own community. Mm -hmm. I just think that that's just such a benefit from from being 
you know, intentional in those specific environments. Mm. Yeah. I kind of like to expand on that a little bit. I know this is kind of going off topic from the, no, <laughs> the question. You were just, yeah. yeah. No, but I, I mean, I think, um, you know, I saw the benefit of community in a place like LA and to people who aren't Christians. Um, very evident, like the, this summer we hosted a birthday party for Julian uh-huh. um, and it was the first get together we had post COVID and we were able to invite some coworkers of ours and um, for them to see how strong and faithful our community was mm. in a place like LA. Right. Yep. I mean, some people were like, Oh, I didn't realize you had so many friends with kids or like, I didn't realize like you have like, there's a good group here of like mm. people who really love on Julian. And I think, for people to see it in action um, was really powerful, right? Mm. To to see that we we all have something that creates really deep relationships, and that's you mm. know our, our faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It begs all sorts of questions. Right. And mm. That's so cool. That's just so cool. And and I think it, what's beautiful about it is it, it it demonstrates how some of these things that are the harder parts, mm-hmm. the intentionality through it, like God redeems in some really significant ways, which doesn't downplay the fact that some of these things are genuinely hard. Like mm-hmm. they're difficult and community in LA is tangibly more difficult than yeah. other places. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think sometimes we, we see that then as a like, Oh, oh that means we can't have it. And I think what we realize is that actually there's, there's almost more sweetness to be had totally. um, as God yep. works and does the things that only he can do. Yeah. <laughs> right. Cause he's gotta, he's gotta do it. Um, all right, so we, we've talked about this a little bit. I mean, obviously, it's the context, but um, what have the past couple of years been like as you've navigated this season within your community? Was that, um, yeah, how did you guys navigate it? How did, how did your community navigate it? And how did um, how did that kind of ebb and flow for you? I think initially it was really challenging. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody still wanted to be gathering together, and we just all of a sudden couldn't. I think, um, you know, initially, uh, while while it was challenging, focusing on the fact that we have the capabilities to do things like Zoom calls, mm-hmm. like those are the positives of it. And those are like, I'm so thankful that we were able to do that on a regular basis because it was the only way to connect for a long while, you yeah. know? Yeah. What about for you? Yeah. I mean, I think it's funny because I've been reflecting on this a little bit um, as we've been changing how our community meets and um, it, it looks different. I mm-hmm. feel like every couple of months. And again, that's because of the in, increased humans joining mm. our, uh-huh. our group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's, it, I, I, in a way God worked through things like zoom to maybe show us um, new ways of connecting hmm. that are more meaningful for the stage that our group is at right now. And so what I mean by that is like, I remember when we first joined, there was very few littles mm-hmm. and, um, the littles that were there were able to come along for, you know, late night discussions mm-hmm. and could fall asleep to a movie or be held. Right. Cause we're talking like baby babies where now there's a lot of kids mm-hmm. and a lot of bedtimes and a lot of things to navigate. And so, um, we've come up with a schedule where there's a lot of in-person, mm. um, for either the, either the women in the group or the men in the group, some all family hangs and things mm-hmm. like that, but we still keep a monthly zoom, mm-hmm. um, Mm. where we can actually have adult conversation without interruption <laughs> yeah. because it's past bedtime yeah. and there we remove the stress of you know who's who might be missing because they have to stay home with the kids or who's unable to get a sitter and it's been really it's been really sweet for us of something that we've just continued even though you know covid is easing and yeah, and things right. like that um yep. yeah. 
that I don't know would, how it would look otherwise if yeah. we, you know, tried to do an in-person um, in our current life stage. Like a fascinating added tool. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I think that's, I mean, I, I think it's even a helpful thing to think about. Number one, what tools have we added? What things have we learned over the last couple of years that actually strengthen the strengthen, Lord, strengthen our exactly. community, right? The Lord's like redeeming. Right. And, I, and I also think that it gives us an, an appreciation. I think it's easy to like bag on Zoom because we're all like, you know, or other things that we've tried because we're all just like exhausted by it. Mm-hmm. At the same time, we've experienced just some incredible opportunities mm-hmm. to be connected, stay connected, um, and maybe even some exposure to some incredible tools in different different ways about mm-hmm. of connecting that are uh, a unique, I think, huge blessing as we think about what is what what community looks like. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, going and I, forward, and I think too, like even in the past couple of years, I think. Or oh, I can't believe I'm saying a couple of years. Twenty twenty two, right around the corner. <laughs> I wish I could just be like the past few months, yeah, past right. couple oh. of years. Um, is that community still like lives on in different ways, right? Yeah, like yeah. I said, so I know we really felt it in having Julian and mm. in the midst of of COVID and in the midst of twenty twenty, and um, we felt it in meals. We felt it in you know stoop hellos and distanced, you know, time together and things like that, Mm -hmm. where, um, community and meeting together is still so important and, Mm -hmm. um, having, you know, everyone recognize that and maybe, um, push ourselves outside of our comfort zone Mm -hmm. for the purpose and the intentionality of meeting together Mm -hmm. as a group. And so, Mm -hmm. um, while it definitely looked different Mm -hmm. in 2020 than it did in 2019, um, the intentionality was still there and community yeah. was felt in, yeah. in, in a number of ways. Yeah. Yeah. Well put. That's well put. I, you know, it's really interesting. I think of, uh, how, what, what a unique opportunity community and getting both either getting connected or staying connected or going deeper in, even in this moment is for us. Number one, because of how needed it is. Number two, because I mean, both of you are an example, like you're at varying degrees of return to in-person work, mm-hmm. right? Like you're still in the garage, you know, there's, yeah. there's all, there's all sorts of like, you know, differences that, and I think a lot of people are experiencing that, right? Where like things career wise, things in a lot of different sectors are not like back to around people, right. getting communicating right. engagement. But we do have this unique opportunity to connect, to prioritize, to um, dive in now where I, I think sometimes it's easy to think, oh, it's been a year and a half. Things are like transitioning. So the needs not as great because things are like normalizing. But they're not. First of all, they're not normalizing that quick. No. no. And number two, I think after the last year and a half, that needs greater than ever before, not less. Mm-hmm. Right. And so anyways, it makes me think of what a, yeah, what an important moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in for that. Um, I mean, we, when you guys think about looking forward and how do you hope Christian community will shape and support your family, your relationships with the Lord um, in the years to come, you know, what, how did, how, in light of what you've experienced over the last number of years, what does that look like when you picture it or even when you talk about it? I mean, I think for me, uh, Community has such a stronger, more like present feeling in becoming a mom in mm. that, um, you know, L.A. is a beautiful city, but a challenging city. Mm. And and um, having a child here 
sometimes causes me to change my perception of it. Right. And not mm-hmm. always for the best. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm. I'm really looking forward to having, um, Julian grow in, in Christian community. Um, but also having that be like our home base mm-hmm. in a way yeah. and having him go out into the world in LA, there's a lot of fear and unknown with that. Um, but knowing that we have such a strong community mm. for him to be grounded in Christ and mm. to see the model of that, um, I don't think that we could. Mm. I don't think we could raise him in LA without that. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. I completely agree. Mm. And and back to your original point, Leanne, where you said we don't have immediate family members here outside yeah. of you know, yeah, uh, some of her her one of her siblings. Um, but yeah, it's it's having that group of people were all united with a common denominator in Christ and having them be who we lean on is, is something really special. Mm. It is really special. You know, it's, it's interesting as you say it, I reflect on it from, you know, where I'm sitting, you know, my oldest two are 15 and 13 now. And I, I think that's exactly right. Like, I don't think like I think the difference maker in mm. being able to raise them here wasn't space. It wasn't, uh, you know, exactly the right schooling options. It wasn't like lots of different things. It wasn't, you know, certain opportunities or like activities or like the, I mean, and, and those, those all like make <laughs> all those things make things either easier or harder to any right. <laughs> different degree. Right. So I'm not saying that that's, that's nothing, but the, like to me, like the difference maker for the investment in their lives has has been the community around us and the both the local church as a whole, but also really practically the the subset of that community that is these these relationships that they've uh, grown up with and been um, deeply and I mean deeply shaped by, mm-hmm. um, not just by us as parents and and so um, I, I'm not sure if I've reflected on it that clearly. Uh, even just hearing you say it, I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's so, it's so true. It's so true. It's such a beautiful, like a beautiful picture of that." And so, well, th- thanks so much for sharing, you guys. And any, I don't know, last thoughts you would want to either share or something you're hoping to share, or something to leave with people who are uh, seeking to pursue community in our midst. They don't have to be, but I, I mean, I think for me, it's. <sighs> When we first joined a community group, everything felt really heavy and really serious Mm. of like, oh man, these are going to be these intense Bible studies and chats every single week. And like, am I ready? Am I equipped? And um, it it couldn't have been, you know, further from the truth, Mm. right? Like there's a lot of richness and growth and um, deep spiritual discussion that does happen. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's also just a lot of great personal relationships Mm. that you can, that you can take out of it. And Mm. so- um, it, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of fun and a lot of memories and a lot of good times to be had. Um, and you'll grow a lot along, along the process of it. And so, yeah. um, I feel like sometimes community groups or, you know, joining a small group can feel really overwhelming and scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really sweet. It's mm-hmm. really, really yeah. sweet. I, I feel the same way. And the only thing I would say is again, just be open mm-hmm. and, and pray about it, trust mm-hmm. God and, and uh, let him lead you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate that encouragement to be open to the journey, mm-hmm. right? Because I think that's where um, in so many different ways, 
I think there's be some people that are listening. They're like, oh, I, I want to get connected to something like that, but I'm, I'm not yet. And we'd, we'd love to connect you. You know, you can, um, I think we've probably told you all the different ways to do that, but you can just email June, J-O-O-N, at Cornerstone WLA and get connected. Um, but I think there might also be some people that are feeling like, well, I, I, I feel like I'm connected, but that's not my experience, right? I'm like, I'm struggling with this for either logistical reasons or your personal reasons or just the, 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 the dynamics. And I, I just want to leave you with two. Like I, I'd encourage you if you're listening and you feel like, gosh, I'm, I'm really struggling because that's not my experience and I don't know what to do. Like, like, let us know, like we want to facilitate that for you um, and do what we can to, to, to get you connected. And, you know, I think there are seasons where these relationships are sweet and there's relationships seasons where they're hard. And part of that makes that redemption of that is, is what makes it sweet. But we want to walk that journey together with you. And just like Matt said, I would just encourage you to be open to prayerfully recognize that this is a journey mm-hmm. and that the Lord does want to do um, powerful things through these relationships and, um, and know that he, he will. Amen. Well, yeah. And I would just say it, it, it takes time, right? Like yeah. God's investing in us and, and, you know, we're investing in these communities and, mm. um, yeah, there, I wouldn't expect to go once or twice or three times even mm. and then immediately feel like, oh, I'm home. I'm yeah. a family, right? <laughs> totally. Like these totally. relationships take a, a lot of time and there's richness in each season. To mm. your, but to your point, um, some are harder and getting acclimated with a new mm. group can sometimes be challenging. Yeah. But the the fruits that are to come are, are mm. worth to the time. That's a great way to put it. There's richness in each season. Mm-hmm. So it's such a good reminder. Well, thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you for having yeah. us. Yeah, I really appreciate it. This is really fun. Yeah. yeah. It's great to Should see you. Should we renew our vows? Let's see you guys. <laughs> Here we are. Uh, we'll, 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 turn it, we'll turn it off. We'll do a, a, an eight-year check-in. Yes. yes. Perfect. <laughs> thank you guys. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, let us know if there's any way we can be serving you or getting you connected. Um, we are at Open Doors and would love to help you do that. So thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. We love you. And we'll see you on Sunday.